High School Holla. I'm all the way. Yo, yo, yo. Stand up, Chicago. It's time for the High School Holla Sports Show. Brought to you by Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. It puts the thrill in every meal you grill. Digital World Wireless. Providing cell phone and wireless needs for the entire South Suburban area. The Chatham Management Group, managing the careers of artists, songwriters, producers, and professional athletes from around the globe. Come, let your star shine with us. Chicago, it's time for the High School Holla Sports Show. Holla Chicago! Blessed to be able to spend another Saturday morning with you on this beautiful day for another edition of the H2S2 Show. I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey from the great class of 1988 in the 10-9 block of Union Street over on the Wild Hundreds on the south side of Chicago. Welcome to everyone. The best two hours of high school sports coverage in the city of Chicago. Good morning to the captain of our team, Captain Kirk. Don't forget, next Sunday is Father's Day, and we are honoring dads with a special Father's Day edition of the H2S2 show. We want to hear from you on how your fathers influence you in sports. That's playing, coaching, or watching. That's right. I watch sports with my daughter, Sydney. Hey, Ladybug. Shout out to Hollis, to Sydney, and my wife. They may, they may not like it all the time. But next week, they'll deal with it because it's Father's Day. That's right. You can post your comments on our Facebook page at Urban Fieldhouse and the High School Holler Sports Show. And you can also tweet us your Father's Day dedications as well by following us on Twitter at Urban Fieldhouse. Let us hear your Father's Day dedications so we can have a great Father's Day edition of the H2S2 show. On today's show, we take a look at Well, we'll review the IHSA Super Sectionals in the championship games for high school baseball. Still some Chicago area suburban schools making some runs in that. We'll talk to the executive director of the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association about this weekend's All-Star Games and a new museum being dedicated to the history of Illinois basketball. We'll introduce you to a new member of the H2S2 reporting crew. Sam Vibrock joins us in Adiva Sports to report on the IHSA Girls Softball Championships. And in our second hour, we'll talk to the chairman of the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game, as well as to the assistant executive director of IHSA updating us on things around the state dealing with high school sports. Plus, we're going to have a good time tripping out with you. All you have to do is call us here at Urban Broadcast Media Studios, 312-754-4333. The phone lines are open, and we're waiting to listen and hear from you. Starting off the show this morning, as in recent weeks, we're going to keep it rolling with some real talking city talk. Yesterday, a dear friend of mine was laid to rest as God called him home to glory. And I sat in the church with hundreds of people to pay respects to one Dale Bull, Bullet Jackson. I used to call him Bull. Of Percy L. Julian Jaguars class of 1988. I sat there and I heard countless stories of those who knew him better than I may have and those who grew to know him just as I had. I began hearing a common theme of sports and friendships developing throughout the afternoon. Now, 
that's not to say everyone met this good brother by playing sports. Yet sports brought us together to connect us to this one man. What I mean is, Dale and I met at Mendel during his short period of enrollment there as we both entered our freshman year. We both prepared to play football during the summer for back then Coach John Wilson at that time. Well, Dell and I were from two different parts of the city, two different sides. He was from 87th Street and me from the Wild Hundreds. He entered high school with the crew he played ball with and I entered the same. Yet all of us were from separate areas of the city. We were all there to compete together and make this team. We both did a, a we both did that. And a short while later, Dale and a few others from the same freshman class eventually transferred over to Percy L. Julian. Although my brothers, my brother Dale and the others transferred after competing for a summer to make this team and competing with one another against other Catholic schools, we remained friends throughout our high school years, well into our adult years until his passing. We even began introducing each other to friends outside of our individual high schools and ventured into forming friendships with people from our childhood neighborhoods. That's how I got to expand and meet more good brothers and sisters, not from high school, but even from our college years and even our professional careers. And it started through meeting in a competitive nature while competing in sports. I remember going to support our brothers at Julian playing in the prep bowl one year at Soldier Field, riding to meet the bus afterward. We being from Mendel even got a lot of static from other Catholic schools who were there cheering on the Catholic League, but we, were, we didn't care. We were there to cheer on our brothers and friends from the public league. They played for Percy L. Julian. We rode with them and that's who we supported. I look back at those bonds that sports created amongst fierce comp competitors out there, which resulted in some of the best friendships like A Bird and Magic, Sammy Sosa and Mark, uh, Mark McGuire, Michael Irvin and Deion Sanders, who rivalry stemmed back into their college days and well into the pros before becoming teammates and winning the championships together with the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, you grab balls and gloves and walk the neighborhoods to find a good game for bragging rights. And if you lost, you kept coming through those same neighborhoods until victory was yours. What eventually happened was over the period of competitiveness, you created a bond which led to a friendship. A bond because you all loved the same sport we were playing against one another. And a friendship because you learned to gain respect for the person and eventually you guys would team up to take on some other people and beat them up in sports. Sports brought neighborhoods together. I can remember mentioning to you a pre some, in some previous shows during Little League season, people would come out and line the streets to see the debut of the opening season parade which included bands from various high school, family and friends yelling out for you to turn around and so people, you know, so people could take a picture of you. So many people, you don't even know what direction people were yelling at you from. Then you fall out of place and then everything, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
Bad flashback, Cap. Bad flashback. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, my mama was yelling at me. I couldn't see where she was yelling from, and she wanted to take a picture. But that's beside the point. My point is, people, crowded parks and, join, and, and people joining together for the love of sports without an incident, unlike today. Where we young people seeing them battle one another into a furious fight. Not that fights never occurred back in the days. We fought, and then a few hours later, we were back friends. We weren't trying to kill each other because one person got the better of the other. It was the friendly nature of sports when you were just better than me today. As I mentioned, it brought neighborhoods and friends together at the parks. It broke up some relationships and built some new ones. I've been a victim of it and seen it myself. You invite your girlfriend out to see you ball at the park, and while you balling, she calling, that's my boo schooling you or outplaying you. And that's when you hear the proverbial, yo boo, that's my man. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yep, just like I told you. Your sports broke up, broke up relationships, and developed some new ones. While she broke up with you, she bonded with the other girl that thought she was with you too. Yep, good old sports. They became friends all from the love of watching sports and being in love with the sports athlete. Sports and friendships can't beat it. Sports connections to friendship often as adults as well. Allow many of us gather if you, but not for once a year, like me and my childhood friends used to do for the Chicago Football Classic. We didn't care what HBCU teams were playing. We weren't interested in hanging out with one, of, with one another or chilling at the game, tailgating, until the police told us to leave. Big hollers out to my man, my childhood brothers, Sean Sullivan, Mendel, slash Julian. He went to both schools, so he got a rep for both. My man Shorty from Julian, Ken from Limbloom, Jesse from Julian, Brandon and Philip from Julian, and Malcolm and others who used to join us in that once a year tradition. Sports competition kept families close as well. I beat up on my cousin in almost every sport. All of my cousins. From strikeout, four corners, running bases, off the wall, setback. Yeah, them some old school games. Some of you young people don't know about that. And many other sports, you heard Coach Jesse Hardy tell you, I once beat him in a race. To the wall in the studio, that is. <laughs> that was just last week. I beat them up on fantasy football, too. So big hollers out to Dexter, Keith, Jesse, CVS class of 85. See y'all representing. And also I can't forget, I can't forget Ralph, Big Ralph, uh, Simeon class of 1988. Yeah. They wouldn't they would get angry. Yet eventually they got over it because in sports, when you fought, you had to have a short-term memory, or else you end up with a long season. But then you also had to live to play another day. Sports brought coaches together for decades. I witnessed two coaches coaching legends yesterday at Dell Jackson's funeral. J.W. Smith and Will Smith stand on behalf of my brother Dale and 
my good friend Dale Jackson and they even spoke how coaches help mold and build with one another. I had the pleasure of interviewing uh, and talking with an assistant coach from Evergreen Park baseball team who had been coaching with his head coach for over 20 years. We've had coaches on this very show, Chris Adriano of Martini and Dan Sharp of Joliet Catholic, tell us their assistant coach has been with them for numerous, up teen years, and yet they passed the torch on. The moral of this week's City Talk, young people, don't take for granted the lifelong relationships that will develop while you're involved in sports. These friendships will push you at times and test boundaries. There will be many friends you'll lose, and those through that stay will be there for 40 plus years, no matter the situation or circumstances, just like some of mine. So while you're passing some of those, shaking hands or giving them dap at the end of the game, look that person in the eye as a friend and a competitor. Just don't tell them good game. Let them know before God tells them it's time to go. Thanks for being a friend. The blessings come down When the praises go up The blessings come down It seems like blessings Keep falling in my lap It seems like blessings Keep falling in my lap I don't make songs for free, I make them for freedom. Don't believe in kings, believe in the kingdom. Chisel me into stone prayer, whistle me into song air. Dying laughing with Krillin, saying something about blowing hair. Jesus, black life ain't metal. I know I talk to his daddy. Say you the man of the house now. Look out for your family. He has ordered my steps, gave me a sword with a crest, and gave Donnie a trumpet in case I get shortness of breath. The blessings come down. The blessings come down. When the praises go up, oh God. The blessings come down. The blessings come down. Blessings keep falling in my lap. When the praises go up, oh God. The blessings come down. Good God. They booked the nicest hotels on the 59th floor with the big wide windows with the suicide doors ain't no blood on my money ain't no twitter in heaven i know them drugs isn't close ain't no visit in heaven i know the difference between blessings and worldly possessions like my ex-girl getting pregnant and her becoming my everything war with my wrongs i'm writing four different songs i never forced it to forfeit it i'm a force to be reconciled they want four minute songs you need a four hour praise dance performed every morn i'm feeling shortness of breath so nico grab you a horn hit jericho with a buzzer beater to end the quarter watch
Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national, to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Praise the Lord. Need light? Get Life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. at the Marcus Theater located 16350 South LaGrange in Orland Park, Illinois. A weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Illinois. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports, there's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association high school. and the Illinois Athletic Take me out Directors to the ball game. Association. The black version. To the ball game, take. I said, take, take me out with the crowd. Now, buy some peanuts, buy me some peanuts, buy me. Buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me, buy me, take. Oh, 
Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. That City Talk segment dedicated to my man, Dale Bully Jackson. Time now for the H2S2 Game Review, brought to you by 100 Watt Lights, gear and accessories with artwork designed with a positive message inspired to protect the children. Find out more about them and their organization at their website, 100wattlights.org. That's 100-W-A-T-L-I-G-H-T-S.org. Today term determines the IHSA Class 3A and 4A High School Baseball Championship. Many of you know we did have one lone Chicago public school competing in the Super Sectionals earlier this week, which was the Solario Sun Warriors, who took on the, an area high school suburban school out of Chicago Heights, the Marian Catholic Spartans. The two would meet in a battle at Standard Field, Standard Bank Field in Midlothian, home of the Windy City Thunderboats. Shout out to the Thunderboats, Big Hollis. On this day, it was to host to see who would advance to the IHSA state championship round. The end result favored Marian Catholic Spartans, who went on a, to defeat the Solario Sun Warriors 10 to zip. It was a tough game. CPS was well represented. And this was pretty much a great effort by Solario. The score doesn't show it at 10 to zip, but it was a tremendous effort by Coach Ron, Roger Manzano and the Solario Sun Warriors. We had an opportunity to catch up with Marion Catholic head coach Tony DiLocarlo and Solario's head coach Roger Manzano. Hear what they had to say after the game. Join now with three A sectional champions out of Chicago Heights, the Marion Catholic Spartans. I'm joined with the head coach of the Spartans, Coach Tony DiCarlo. And Coach, how does this three A championship feel for you? It's amazing. It's amazing. It's a great feeling, and um, I can't even imagine what the kids feel. So it's good for the program. It's good for the kids, and they're deserving of it. So we couldn't be happier. We got a lot of still unfinished business. So, but Coach, talk about the journey it took all season long to get to this far. We've been up and down. You know, we had a 25 and 12 record, and we weren't happy with that. I take that back. A 20 and 12 record, if that. I think it was 18 coming in the playoffs. So, um, we weren't happy with that. And again, you know when going to the playoffs we got two good arms, play good defense, and hit the ball a little bit, we'll be alright. We've done that for four games now, and got to do it um, five and two more. Well, most teams are peaking at the right time, and obviously the Spartans are doing just that. What did you learn going into the playoffs that you had to change in the Spartan team coming alive? We, we didn't have to change anything, believe it or not. We, we, we knew we were a good team, and that, we always talk about this and having a little bit of cockiness and a ton of confidence, you know, and um, we have that. And again, uh, we, we, we respect our opponents. We respect every one of our opponents, but we understand when we cross those lines, we're the better team. We're going to go win the game. Did you know anything about the Solario team coming into this ball game? We did a little bit of homework. You know, we tried talking to a few different teams that might have seen them before, but not much. Not much. We knew they were a very good defensive team um, and, and they could throw the ball a little bit, but they didn't have the best bats and they put the ball in play. And that's exactly what we saw. So we knew what we were going to get just a little bit. Um, um, but we came out and did our job. That's what we talk about every time. We do our job. Whoever we play, we don't care. We do our job. We'll be okay. Well, Coach DiCarlo, 10-zip win today. Good luck. We'll be following the Spartans the rest of the way for their run for that state championship. Thank Congratulations you. to the Spartans. Thank you, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. High School Holler. 
Stephen Spool Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show, where the 3A sectional championship has just ended with the Solario Sun Warriors and the Marian Catholic Spartans out of Chicago Heights. I'm joined now with the head coach of Solario Sun Warriors, Coach Roger Manzano. And Coach, tough loss, not the result that we all hoped. Yeah, uh, it was a tough loss. You know, we lost a very good, uh, very disciplined Marian Catholic team. You know, we... Uh, you know, first time here, you know, just trying just to get here. We know how hard uh, it is to get here and how much harder we still need to work to get to the next level. Well, Coach, congratulations on a great season and building a tremendous Sun Warrior baseball program. And we'll look forward to seeing you again next year. Yes, thank you. Thank you. High School Holler. The Marian Catholic Spartans out of the Chicago Heights area advanced to the semifinal championship game in Joliet, Illinois at Slammer Stadium to take on the Champaign Central High School out of Champaign, Illinois. Now, this game took place yesterday. The Spartans is all we have to represent the Chicagoland area in the three Class 3A uh, championship round, and they delivered. The Spartans scored three runs in the second inning off two hits and one error. Champaign Central High School didn't take that, didn't take the drive down to be outdone as they delivered, etching back into this ball game, scoring runs in the top of the fourth, the top of the sixth, and the top of the seventh to tie the ball game up at three apiece with Marion Catholic having the game's final at bat. Well, you heard Tony, uh, head coach Tony DiLaCarlo. He said Marion Catholic Spartan team isn't afraid of anyone between the chalk lines. The seventh inning, with runners at first and second, led off by a double by uh, the shortstop, Daniel Gutierrez, and then another hit pitch, hit batter, sent Paris Jones, Runners at first and second, the game was decided on a double steal and an errant throw by the Champaign Central High School catcher that scored the winning run for the Spartans and sends them to the Class 3A championship game against St. Victor, Victor out of Arlington Heights. The first pitch of that game is just about an hour away. We wish both teams well in that one. Also, let me tell you that St. Lawrence Vikings lost to the Edwardsville in the Class 4A semifinal championship round 3-1. to one. They will be playing for the third place later on today. Still an awesome season as well for the St. Lawrence Vikings. I mentioned to you before about high school baseball in the Chicago area coming back alive and well. As we had two area teams make it further than any other uh, Chicago public school team in recent years, partially due to the support of one of CPS regional athletic directors, Mr. Eddie Curry, who oversees the development of CPS ba baseball programs for all the schools within the city of Chicago. We briefly talked with Mr. Curry after a, a tough loss at uh, the Standard Bank Field in the super sectionals here's his thought on encouraging on encouraging development of cps baseball and even a brighter 2018 season 
Witherspoon Ramsey with the High School Hall of Sports Show. I'm joined now with a regional athletic director, Eddie Curry, who oversees CPS baseball programs for across the city. Mr. Curry, you got to be tremendously proud of the effort that CPS put into this whole state playoff. Well, this has been a tremendous year, period. You know, we uh, battled all year long with the up and down in reference to the members uh, and how many players that we can have on the team. And what hurt us this year, which was something that we could build on, was the pitch count. And the pitch count pulled us and battled us and beat us up a little bit. But we still were strong coming at the end. Now, this is the first time the CPS had two teams that reached as far as we did this year at this particular level. So this was a tremendous year, you know, a great builder. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm working right now, so I can't wait to get back for 2018. You know, I'm, I got the schedules done. I'm ready to get back and talk with the teachers to try to help them build a program the way we should build a program. Now, you know, we have a few schools that still got a way to go, but right now we're looking strong. We got a lot of commitments. Uh, we've been having a lot of fired-up coaches in the last week. Been arguing back and forth in, in, in reference to that they think we should build up a, a higher playoff system. Well, I got a surprise for them. I did that. You know, I got a consolation bracket. So I think that the energy is is back. I can't wait to 2018. Well, you know, Mr. Curry, I got to say, everybody considers you the baseball czar. And I'm going to be honest with you, love what you've done with Chicago Public School Baseball. But like you said, when you spoke of those two teams, Simeon and Solario, talk about the representation that Solario and the effort they gave today against Marion Catholic. Oh, they, they they come with the, you know, with the heart, man. They, they you know, they, they leave everything on the field, man. You know, you, you're talking about a, a, a team that had 11 ball players all year. But what a lot of people don't realize, they also had 11 pitchers. I explained this at the meeting when we first started off at the year. I said, in order to beat this pitch count, I said, everybody got to learn how to pitch. You know, we, we can't go in there underhanded and just have two or three pitches that then we're going to survive. But Simeon, they had the big bats. Solario was probably one of the best defensive teams in the whole state. I'm, I'm very proud of the effort that Solario and Simeon the whole season. And I can't wait till the season starts because I know what, what we're going to have for next year. Well, it's exciting. We ended it on an exciting note, and I'm quite certain 2018 is going to be even more exciting. Oh. So thank you for your efforts oh, and the job not, well done, Mr. Kirk. And I, I thank you for a great job that you're doing uh, putting our kids, you know, uh, on the map. You know, we lose the kind of uh, reputation in reference to the newspapers and things like that, but an organization like yours to bring our kids back on the map. I really appreciate that, and hopefully we can continue to work. Oh, we definitely will, and it's our pleasure. Thanks, Miss Kurt. Thank you so much. High School That was Mr. Eddie Curry, Regional Athletic Director for Chicago Public School over the baseball programs for all schools in the city of Chicago. Always remember, if you miss any of the scores, you can visit our website at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. Go to the menu bar and click on the H2S2 and then click scores for updates on games. After the break, we'll talk to the Executive Director of the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association about this weekend's Boys and Girls Basketball All-Star game and the developments of a new museum dedicated to the rich history of Illinois basketball. Coming up on the H2S2 show, be the deuce. Hey. 
ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports, located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m. to the High School Holla Sports Show. What's up, Chicago? It's Steven Spoon Ramsey from the High School Hall of Sports Show. I get asked a lot where I find all of my sports information about Chicago public schools. Well, if you listen to the H2S2 show, you already know where I go. I go to the one website that keeps me informed about everything in the Chicago Public League. It's the PublicLeague.com website. The PublicLeague.com provides the best, most in-depth coverage of Chicago Public League high school football and boys basketball. So when you want to know what happened in this week's biggest game, or if you even want to know what makes Chicago high school athletes special, then all you got to do is go where I go, the publicleague.com website. It helps keeps me informed for every show, and it'll definitely have you covered. It's the publicleague.com website, Chicago's only website covering public league. Welcome back. Steven Spoon Ramsey with you on the High School Holler Sports Show. The Illinois Basketball Coaches Association, known as IBCA, the IBCA has been serving basketball coaches in the state of Illinois since 1971 by promoting better basketball for the state of Illinois and being a strong voice for Illinois basketball coaches within IHSA. Another thing they do is bring together some great talent from across the state of Illinois to participate in an annual All-Star game, as well as they are having a fun to build a museum to display the rich history behind Illinois basketball. To tell us more about it, joining us by phone, we welcome the executive director of the IBCA and a St. Lawrence alum, Jim Tracy, as our special guest on the H2S2 show. Hey, good morning, Jim. Good morning, Stephen. It's great to be with you today. Oh, man, great having you. Great having you. First off, Jim, let's get started. How proud are you of your St. Lawrence Vikings? They didn't quite get it. They were one game away from the state championship in baseball, but it's a tough task just to get that far. Absolutely. You know what? Our, our guys will play for third place today, but we're incredibly proud of them and the coaches. Uh, this is a group that has been incredibly committed and dedicated 
they have worked their tails off. Uh, the coaches are outstanding men and try to bring out the best in the young men they coach every day. So it's it's really special to see a team like that go as far as they have because they're doing it the right way. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, what year did you graduate from St. Lawrence, Jim? I graduated in 1972. I tell the kids there, I think there might have still been dinosaurs around, but uh, <laughs> it's a long time. Well, <laughs> that's not that long ago, Jim. Not that long ago. You're still, you're still juvenile. <laughs> still juvenile. Uh, now, Jim, as I mentioned, you are the executive director of the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association, also known as IBCA. Tell us more about the IBCA and its mission statement for high school basketball and coaches across the state of Illinois. Well, Stephen, you actually did a very good job explaining what we're about with your introduction. Well, thank you. I will tell you, you're very welcome. Uh, I will tell you that uh, we are designed to serve coaches and through our coaches, the young people that they work with throughout the state of Illinois. Uh, We do that in a variety of ways. Uh, One of those is the clinics that we have in the fall. We have a big statewide clinic held at the campus of Illinois Wesleyan and Bloomington. And that's in early uh, September. Uh, we have some top top line speakers, uh, you know, from all over the country coming and speak, along with some high school coaches from Illinois. So it's a nice variety of coaches that we have. And then we have some satellite clinics up in the Chicago area, all the way down south in Pinckneyville. Uh, we have another one in the south suburbs. Um, And we're hoping to have another one this year in central Illinois. So we're trying to serve coaches from around the state with our clinics. Uh, Another thing that we do with our coaches is uh, we do have a Hall of Fame banquet. Okay. It's an unbelievable thing. You'd have to be there to see it. But we normally have between 1,200 and 1,400 individuals. Wow. Coach of the Year Banquet, along with our Hall of Fame induction banquet. That's so wonderful. we've got an incredible Hall of Fame in the state of Illinois with our uh, Illinois Basketball Coaches Association. And one of the things that is so important is Chuck Rolinski founded this organization in 1971 with a bunch of other legendary coaches. Coach Rolinski's vision was to take care of all the people that make the game great. So our Hall of Famers include coaches, players. We now have a career coach category for those coaches that may have been longtime assistants that need to be recognized for their service of 30-plus years. Oh, that's awesome. That's different. We also recognize the media. We have media Hall of Famers. We have officials, and a lot of coaches might not like that, but we do that. Officials (laughs) make the game go. They take care of kids, and they take care of coaches, and we've got some. They teach great sportsmanship. Absolutely. (laughs) And then uh, finally, uh, we have friends of the game, super fans, people who have dedicated themselves, athletic directors in some cases, who maybe not haven't coached, but have made the game better for many, many years for kids and coaches. So we try to serve people in a variety of capacities that way. And then, of course, we have our all-star game here in the beginning of June, which uh, which we're at right now. Now, that's taking place in Pontiac, correct? Yes. Pontiac is a great city. They have welcomed us with open arms. When Coach Rolinski passed away in September of 2014, we had all our meetings and everything that we did with the IBCA in a little town called Toluca, which is about 35 minutes northwest of Peoria. And we were kind of orphaned, if you will, when Coach passed. And we kind of moved toward Pontiac because it was 
back then when we started to kind of get the direction that Pontiac might be the best place for us to have the museum and event center that we hope to grow here within about a year and a half. And again, the, the Pontiac people have been so outstanding. The Pontiac tournament, won again this past year by Simeon High School, is one of the finest, if not the finest. Yes, I, I agree. I definitely going agree. All the way back to 1926. So they've got a phenomenal tradition, a history of excellence, and they bring together some of the finest teams from all over the state of Illinois. So they know how to do things right down here in Pontiac. Now, talk talk to us a little bit more about the All-Star game, and then we'll talk some more about the museum, because I'm very interested to hear about the Illinois Basketball Museum. Now, how are the players from around the state of Illinois chosen to participate in this All-Star game? That's a great question, Stephen. We have a process where during state tournament time for the girls and the boys, the 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A for both, we have a, a committee of coaches that select our all-state teams. And we like to think that with the selection of these teams by coaches from all the districts from around the state, there's 21 districts within our state, we have representation from pretty much every one of those districts. So kids that deserve to be recognized are recognized, and they're being recognized by the coaches that have either coached them or coached against them. So I think there's tremendous credibility to our process in terms of finding the best young women and the best young men to be true IBCA All-State players. Once we select our All-State players, we then look to those players that are seniors. And those are the young people that are invited to be IBCA All-Stars. Unfortunately, we don't get all of the players that are selected because they have college commitments. A lot of uh, your Division I type players are already off to their schools. We have had a good history of those young men that uh, that have gone to Illinois universities. They do try to get here out of loyalty to the state. Uh, uh, the basketball player of the year in Illinois for the boys this year is Mark Smith. Right, going to right. The he will be here today. Okay. He that's will be great. here today. So that's, that's the process that's involved. And we, we reach out to the seniors, and then they get one more time to be a high school great experience here with our IBCA All-Star Game in Pontiac. Now, Jim, that's a great game, and that's an annual game, correct? It's every year, yes, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Now, Jim, you mentioned about the uh, Illinois Basketball Museum. Tell us more about the plans for this museum. Well, we have had hopes and dreams of the museum and again this was coach Rolinski's vision uh, throughout his time as the longtime executive director of the Illinois Basketball Coaches Association but more recently we, we had a situation where uh, another town reached out to us and kind of told us hey we're going to make this happen for you and so on long story short of that is things kind of fell through and so we were kind of left hanging there and it was shortly after that that Pontiac reached out to us and said, hey, we've got a, we've got a, a, a business area, mall area that right now is underdeveloped. There's an abandoned Kmart not being used right now. And the business group that owns that is looking to redevelop it. And with that, they're willing to allow us here in Pontiac, willing to allow us to possibly use that facility as a potential museum site. 
So we became very excited about that. And the city of Pontiac has been fantastic to work with. The mayor down here, uh, uh, Mr. Russell, uh, couldn't be more welcoming to us. And we're looking to share that museum with another transportation museum. One of the things that's so unique about Pontiac is how welcoming they are to everybody, but that's because they've got five museums in town already. Wow. And it's our hope we would be six, and then we would be sharing the other half of the Kmart building with the Transportation Museum. And the beauty of that is it's right, the building is literally right on Route 66, which is a huge travel destination. Historic Route 66. (laughs) Route 66. So when you look at tourism in Illinois, Chicago is first, obviously, with all the wonderful things we have up in our great city. Springfield being the capital and the land of Lincoln and everything else, Springfield is second. But the city of Pontiac is third in the state of Illinois in tourism. So again, another thing that the Pontiac people really know how to do extremely well. Absolutely. Now, Jim, tell our listeners in the Chicagoland area and the surrounding areas, how can they be a part in supporting this great museum? Uh, Stephen, we really appreciate you putting that out there to people. Uh, Our website for the IBCA is www.ibcaillinois.org and if you check out that website you'll see a variety of things obviously we have very prominently displayed about our all-star games this weekend but that's where all information is about clinics uh, hall of fame banquet pictures everything else like that from those events but we have a specific section of that dedicated to our museum where it has our mission statement. Uh, We have a business plan in place and we have had a portfolio developed by a group up in the Chicago area uh, that is uh, named the Maud Group. The Maud Group. They have defeated the Maud Group, M-A-U-D-E. Joe Maud and his company have just been outstanding to work with. And people are blown away when they see the portfolio that the Maud Group has put together for us. And we have it listed on the website. We also have an area there which explains how donations could be made for any support that people might be able to give. But if there would be any corporate uh, individuals out there that, that would see their way uh, clear to wanting to be able to help in a process like this with all the great stories that we're hoping to tell to keep the history of the game alive. There's so much tradition, so many wonderful things that need to be shared. That's one big part of what we're doing, but we also want to have an interactive part to our museum. We hope to have two half courts back in the back of this old Kmart building where the ceilings are elevated, where we can have clinics, we can have three-on-three tournaments. Oh, I love it. Kids. Love it. Uh, we'll have chances to do little dribbling drills, all kinds of things like that. And then truly a third part of our museum is we want it to be an event center. Hopefully we're going to get young people to come down from Chicago, uh, bus in from Peoria, come up from Centralia, come over from Effingham, all around the state. And what we hope to have are programs designed to develop literacy. We're looking at how we can implement programs to talk about saying no to drugs and guns and uh, you know so there's so many things attached to this which hopefully people will be able to see really reaches out to truly taking care of kids as well as really growing preserving but then continuing to grow the game of basketball with all the great parts of it you know for years and years to come and and the true shame of this Stephen is 
if we don't do this thing now, it's probably never going to happen in our lifetime. So we really have a sense of urgency about what we're doing and really, really hoping that we can make this thing become a reality. And our plan would be to get it to where we could do an opening within about a year to a year and a half here in Pontiac. Well, I'm soliciting the listeners from the Chicagoland area and the fan support of the H2S2 show. Let's get behind this this movement to preserve the rich tradition of Illinois basketball and let's support this museum the best way we can. Corporate sponsors, individual sponsorship, donations, we are in full support of this. Jim, man, we allow every guest to do this as uh, who appear on the show, so we want to give you a quick opportunity um, before we go to break to do as we say. Say hello to those who support you, support the IBCA, support St. Lawrence. Give a holler out to the people who are listening in support of you. Well, I want to give a holler out to our Vikings who are playing for third place today in the state finals over there. So we appreciate that. Stephen, I got to give a shout out to you as a fellow Catholic leaguer and a mental monarch. It's great to be with you and we really appreciate all you're doing to get the word of the game out there and, and, and basically what you're doing is you're taking care of kids and that's what this is all about anyway. Um, Finally, we want to shout out to Pontiac here and the great things that all the yes. people here do to take care of our all-star players and all-star coaches, making something very, very special for them here with their last high school basketball experience. Absolutely. Jim, thank you for joining us. And come back soon. Update us on the, the progress of the museum and any of the other things that the IBCA are involved in. Uh, we'll be more than happy to be the voice for you guys as well. Stephen, thank you so much. I can't tell you what a pleasure it is to be with you. And again, thank you so much for all you do to take care of kids and to make this game better in the state, or sports in general. Sports is a great vehicle for helping kids do all the right things and kind of stay away from those things where they shouldn't be be involved. All right. Thank you, Jim. That's Executive Director of the IBCA, Jim Tracy. Up next on the H2S2 show, we introduce you to a new member of the H2S2 reporting crew from East Peoria, Illinois, and the IHSA Girls Softball Championship. We'll talk to Sam V. Brock. We'll be talking to my man, Sammy V. He joins us next on our High School Holler Sports Show. What's up, Chicago? It's Steven Spoon Ramsey from the High School Hall of Sports Show. I get asked a lot where I find all of my sports information about Chicago public schools. Well, if you listen to the H2S2 show, you already know where I go. I go to the one website that keeps me informed about everything in the Chicago Public League. It's the publicleague.com website. The publicleague.com provides the best, most in-depth coverage of Chicago Public League high school football and boys basketball. So when you want to know what happened in this week's biggest game, or if you even want to know what makes Chicago high school athletes special, then all you got to do is go where I go, the publicleague.com website. It helps keeps me informed for every show, and it'll definitely have you covered. It's the publicleague.com website, Chicago's only website covering public league. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. 
We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national, to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Who do I play for? play high school basketball for every baller who ever played a pickup game on a driveway, playground, or alley. Because we all share the same dream. I play for buzzer beaters, big time boards, and Marion Rainmakers. I play high school basketball for the chance to put my hometown in Illinois on the map by playing in a state championship. Only one half of 1% of all high school student-athletes play basketball in college. But all 100% of them become adults. That's why playing basketball in their high school team is so important. High school athletes learn life lessons that help them grow up. Lessons that can't be taught in the classroom and often aren't taught at home. I play high school basketball because I love performing in front of a capacity crowd in my hometown gym. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Welcome back to the H2S2 Show, High School Holla Sports Show. Time now for Diva Sports, brought to you by our new sponsors at Faith Fits. For the best in Christian street apparel, check out, check them out on Instagram at Faith Fits Everything, where you can pick up some positive workout apparel and rock your faith with Faith Fits, the new official sponsors of the H2S2 Diva Sports segments. Now... Chicagoland, we find ourselves in a similar situation as the high school boys baseball in terms of having actually one area high school representing us in the IHSA girls softball class 3A and 4A championship round. And that school is Maris and the Lady Red Hawks. We do still have some Chicagoland area suburban schools holding it down, too, for the city. as Nazareth Academy Roadrunners out of LaGrange, the Oak Park River Forest Huskies, and the Lincoln Way East Griffins out of Frankfurt. All making a run to bring the state girls softball title to sweet home Chicago. And joining us by phone is our newest H2S2 reporter making his debut on the High School Holler Sports Show is Sam Bebrock, also known on the reporting scene as Sammy B when he's with me. Hey, Sam, you there? Yeah, I'm there. How you doing, Spoon? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the H2S2 Show, Sammy V. How you doing, hey, man? Hey, it's good to be here. I'm doing great. Beautiful weather out here in East Peoria, about 93 degrees today. It's going to be a scorcher, but it's going to be a scorcher on the field as well, as we got some good, uh, good games today. Now, I know you're ready to tell us about a few of these games. Let's get started with the games in the Class 3A Girls Softball Championship round. So we got um, our third place game going on right now is Rochester. We got at the bottom of the fourth inning to make it 2 nothing over LaGrange Park, uh, Nazareth Academy Roadrunners. But I want to focus on the first game yesterday between um, the Nazareth Academy Roadrunners and the Marengo Indians. Marengo scored at the bottom of the seventh inning to make it a one nothing victory. 
all of the games yesterday were within four runs of each other, and all of them were tightly contested. So, Spoon, we're looking for a great day today in Class 3 and 4A. So, Sammy V, what is the Class 3A championship game that will be played today? So today is going to be between the local East Peoria Raiders and the Marengo Indians up by Hampshire, Illinois. So East Peoria is coming into this game as one of the favorites in the region, not just in the region, but in the Class 3A. This is their first ever Class 3A softball game final. And I'm looking for a pitcher, Allison, excuse me, Alyssa Graves to put up some great numbers like she did yesterday. She posted a seven-inning, three-hit shutout, striking out 13. So it's going to be a great day. All right, so Sammy Sammy V, you got to tell me who you got. Who you got in that one? It's going to be a tough game because uh, Marengo had really good pitching from Mariah Dion, but it's going to be Allison Graves and the East Peoria Raiders taking care of Marengo today. Okay, East Peoria, they're taking it. Okay, now tell us what's going on and what happened in the Class 4A championship. Well, well, Spoon, we had a great Class A, um, Class 4A championship um, matchup today. We have the Oak Park River Forest Huskies against the Lincoln Way East Griffins. Uh-oh. And Oak Park River Forest um, is posting a 36-1 and record. Their only loss thus far this year was against a private Indiana team. So it's going to be interesting to see how Chardonnay Harris does against a really good Lincoln Way East uh, lineup. Now, Sammy V, Oak Park River Forest, they are the defending champions in Class 4A, right? That is correct, Spoon. They are they are repeat uh, champions. Now, so that matchup in Class 4A championship is going to be who, Sammy V? It's going to be Oak Park River Forest. Um, Chardonnay Harris with a uh, shutout yesterday with 10 strikeouts. He faced 24 batters and retired 22 of them. So it's uh, the key for her is going to get that fastball running up in the mid-60s to the high-70s. And if she only had, she didn't have her changeup working. If she gets her changeup working today, then this game is going to be a doozy for her. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I just got to say, Sam, out. Uh, thank you, Sammy V. But before we let you go, I want you to say hello. Give your hollers out to the people who listen to you, Sammy V. I want to say hi to my parents, uh, mom and dad. I know you guys are listening today. I want to thank IHSA for all their uh, work these past couple of years. And I want to give a little shout out to my, um, my, my girlfriend, Hannah Long, which is listening too. So it's a pleasure to be on this show this morning and looking forward to some great action. Oh, man, that's my man, Sam V. Brock. Sammy V, as we call him here on the H2S2 reporting crew, outstanding job, Sam. Outstanding, brother. We'll, keep, we'll catch up with you for some more action later on in the future, all right? All right, thank you so much, Spoon. You have a great day. Thanks you, for having me on. You too. That's our man, Sam V. Brock. Sammy V, the newest member of the H2S2 reporting crew. If you're a student and looking for something to do throughout the summer, become a part of the H2S2 reporting crew. You can call into the show just like Sammy V just did and report on your school's athletic events being held throughout the summer leading into the start of football season. Simply send us an email at h2s2 at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. That's h2s2 at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. Let's 
let us know a little bit about yourself and your love for sports. And you can join us every week just like Sam B. Brock, Sammy V. did. Those championship games, the first pitch takes place uh, in the Class 3A at 1230 and the Class 4A at 530. Good luck to all of those teams. And uh, just another reminder, to find out the outcome of these championship games, go to our website at www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com, which provides you an update and scores on the Divas playing today. Coming up after the break, find out about an all-star game here in Illinois built on goodwill and great talent. We'll talk to you about the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game. So grab a coffee and a donut, then come back. It's the High School Holler Sports Show. QBM Radio. Powered by Urban Broadcast Media. Chicago. 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 One of the most important decisions Chicago teams will ever make just got a whole lot easier. Go.cps.edu is a new online platform that will stream the high school applications for Chicago public schools. If you are a rising 8th grader or know of any, tell them and their families to visit go.cps.edu to start learning about CPS high schools and subscribe to receive important announcements about the opening of the application system in August. This message is brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media. Summertime is a great time to make the switch to UBM Radio. We are the home of Dean Curtis Randall in the morning and your lunchtime favorites with UBM Middays, plus other great shows like Another Perspective with Dr. Leon Finney, Hearts of Men, the Royce Glamour Radio Show, and the latest news on the UBM Report. This summer, make the switch to our family. UBM Radio. Number 10, number 9, number 8, number 7, number 6, number 5, number 4, number 3, number 2. D. Curtis Randall counts down the top gospel tracks of the week on the Gospel Countdown Rewind, Sunday nights at 6 on UBM Radio. Number 1. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. No, 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 no. Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within... Um. C. Look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D. Show empathy. Mom, you really don't have. Ta-da! To- Twinsies. <laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. I'm Mendel Mann. 
Steven Spoon Ramsey, rapping for my monarchs out there from the great class of 88. Time now for a special edition of the H2S2 Coaches Chatter, brought to you by our friends at Luxperience Travel. Luxperience Travel, they put the luxury in your travel experience. They also offer layaway travel plans and single parent trips. For more information and for more travel details, call 224-372-1172. That's 224-372-1172. Or go online at luxperiencetravel.com. That's L-U-X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E travel.com. The official sponsors of the H2S2 Coaches Chatter. We always try to let our listeners know about those things abroad and throughout the state of Illinois. We also try to encourage our student athletes to strive to be seen on a broader or a bigger stage outside of the city to gain more experience and recognition. Joining us today by phone is the chairman of the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game. We'd like to welcome Eric Jarks to the H2S2 Special Edition of the Coach's Chatter. Eric, are you there? How you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Stephen. Thanks for inviting me to speak this morning. Now, thank you for joining us, Eric. But before we get started, we ask all our guests, what was your fondest high school memory in sports or in general? I think one of our, uh, my fondest high school memory was, is, uh, I live in a small town uh, in central Illinois called Gibson City. And when I was a junior in high school, our girls basketball team made it to state and finished third place. And, you know, that experience of the, community coming together and playing for a state championship uh, in the state series was just one of those I'll never forget. So uh, that was just uh, something we'll never forget. Well, man, we all have great memories like that. Now, now, Eric, as I mentioned, you are the chairman of the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game. Tell us a little history about this special football All-Star Game. So this is the 43rd year of the Illinois High School Shrine All-Star Football Game, and it is a partnership with the Illinois High School Football Coaches Association. So hopefully many of the listeners are aware of the college Shrine uh, All-Star Football Game, which is named the East-West Shrine Game, which is played down at Tropicana Fields yes. in Tampa, Florida. And that, that's been going on. I don't even really know, but it's the longest all-star game out there. And essentially the Shriners started duplicating that model into the high schools around the United States. And the Bloomington Shrine Club started that back in 1975, and they worked with the Coaches Association, uh, John Elder and um, Bob. Um, he was the athletic director at U High, okay. and and they started this game. And essentially, how it uh, works out is is the Shriners basically provide the infrastructure of the game, and the coaches associations select the players and the coaches for this event. And it, it really starts with the coaches nominating all-star role model players who not only excel on the football field but they're recognized in the community and the school as an all-star. And uh, the kids that get selected into this game, they're just true men that really uh, are good role models for their communities and represent them very well. And so that's that's basically the history of it. Okay. And this game then proceeds the Shriners Hospitals 
for children in Chicago and St. Louis. Now, let me ask you this. Is the game always held at the same location? It's in Bloomington, Illinois, correct? It is, it is held in Bloomington. It started out uh, at Hancock Stadium at Illinois uh, ISU. Uh, I'm not for sure exactly what took place, but it moved over to Peoria and was played at Peoria Stadium for several years. And when I took over as chairman in 2012, uh, we wanted to improve that experience for the football players. So there's many uh, football fields at, at the high school stadium that are playing on synthetic turf and other things. And Peoria Stadium, if you've ever been there, it's an old football field with wooden uh, bleachers <laughs> and stuff like that. It's back old. in the day almost, and, right? <laughs> yeah, back in the day. It's kind of like Hoosiers over there in the <laughs> basketball field, but on the football field. So what we wanted to do is, is we reached out to Illinois Wesleyan and uh, talked to them about being the host of the game. And, and truly, um, Coach Esch at Illinois Wesleyan and their athletic director, Mike Wagner, they just rolled out the red carpet for the Shriners and, and the Coaches Association, and we've been able to put on a great experience for these football players. Now, that's awesome. Now, we know that there's uh, there are several different classes of uh, high school football throughout the state of Illinois, ranging from 1A all the way to 6A across the state. Does, the, does this all-star... 8A. Yeah, 8A. Yeah, 8A. I forgot about that. You're right. Now, does the All-Star game focus on one class of uh, of football, or does it just mix all of the classes together to formulate uh, two All-Star teams? It is. uh, All eight classes are invited to participate uh, in this event. So you've got the – how it's split is is basically it's I-55 to Chicago. So if you're west of (laughs) I-55, you're on the west – if your high school is east of 55, you're on the East Squad, and all coaches uh, around the state of Illinois are invited to nominate kids to the selection panel, which consists of John Elder, the secretary, Dave Jacobs is the football chairman, plus a panel of uh, football coaches, and they could be retired, and that kind of rotates, but there's about 20 guys uh, that represents that committee that select the football players. Okay, now explain to us, since, since you mentioned that, explain to us the criteria of how the players are chosen and who participate in this All-Star game. Is it based on stats? Is it based on anything in particular like that? There, there really isn't anything that it stands out. Uh, first, got to be nominated by your coach. The Shriners can't go to them and say, hey, I want this kid to participate in this game no different than a coach i want this kid to play in the game so it starts Uh, with the coach nomination first it it starts with the coach nominating the uh athlete and and the criteria those coaches know kids that deserve a chance to play in this all-star game as we all know college football has changed back in the day in 75 we were getting a lot of kids that were going on division one because they could report to football in august now you're basically reporting i think tomorrow for those graduating seniors or today or monday to report to college to start the academics process so we don't get a lot of division one kids we get a lot of division three kids few division two handful of d1 kids that have worked out agreements with their uh college football coach in that uh school 
Um, but, but really, they want to get them acclimated with the academics because of the workload that they go through. But, but the Coaches Association does a great job of selecting kids uh, to participate in this games. That's awesome. Now, are the coaches chosen or do they volunteer their, their time to coach these teams uh, in, in this process? Uh, basically, I think it, it starts out as far as I know, Stephen. The coaches that play in the state series, the state championship games, it kind of rotates. rotates. So like okay. the 8A coach may get asked, the 7A and so forth to do that and participate. So if you look out uh, at this year's coaches, several of them then played in the state championship uh, last year um, to be a coach. And and it, it's a great uh, opportunity for those coaches to learn about Triners Hospital for Children so they can take that awareness back with them to their community to let a young family know that, hey, a child was born with a club foot or uh, missing a hand or they get in an accident they have a spinal cord injury or a burn or they know a child that has a cleft lip and palate issue it's really about the awareness and understanding the capabilities of Shriners Hospitals for Children and what we do regardless of the family's ability to pay to take care of those services now Eric how special and great of a feeling is it for these coaches and players to participate in this type of all-star game versus the other all-star games I mean I think it's a it's an act of goodwill as well as uh, talented student athletes it, it truly is you know you kind of feel sorry for the kids and the pressure that's put on them to be a good athlete everything that's going on preparing for college and all that stuff but once they get checked in on Tuesday, I call it kind of like the start of the show for the week. So they get checked in, get to know other players, coaches, um, take the team photos, start going through practices. Wednesday morning, we bust the two teams up to the Shriners Hospitals for Children in Chicago to really start planting seeds as to what they're playing for. This is much more than just an all-star football game Absolutely. where they're playing to benefit uh, taking care of kids. So we say we send them in as boys and after they experience it, a few of them may shed a few tears, they come out as men and at that point in time they're geared up, ready to start hitting and playing to uh, show the pride of the East or West squad to win that game for those kids because um, then Thursday night we have a cookout and we've also invited Miracle League kids to play baseball. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. No, I'm similar not. To Challenger, similar to Challenger League, children that may be in a wheelchair, uh, have some type of orthopedic condition, children that have autism, one of the girls is blind, but they buddy up with them. So they help them bat. They help them play the field. They help them run the bases. Oh, wow. And, and many of those kids go to the Shriners Hospitals for Children, but they may have other issues that we don't take care of and may go locally or whatever, but they build that bond. And many of those kids then come back Saturday for the football game and participate in the Walk for Love event that we have on Saturday. And then you build that relationship. And many times those football players keep in contact with those Miracle League players for the rest of their life. And uh, and then once the game gets here, they're really at it. I mean, Saturday morning, uh, get them a breakfast. They're checking out. 
and they're getting in the mindset to win that football game uh, on Saturday afternoon that we kick off at 1 o'clock. Well, man, that, that's something that I spoke about earlier in the show, how sports uh, helps bond and, and create friendships. And obviously these players formulate a bond and friendship with some of these uh, these patients, and, and that's a great, great thing. Now, Eric, I, how can our listeners in the Chicagoland area and surrounding area be a part in supporting this great all-star game and support of Shriners Hospital across Illinois? Um is there anything that our listeners can do to support this game? Uh, sure. Uh, you can go out to ilshrinegame.com. If you uh, can't make it down to Bloomington, um, we have a link that we work with High School Cube and Mediacom to broadcast the game live. We also have a donation section on our webpage. If you'd like to make a contribution to support the Shriners Hospitals for Children, um, but those are the two ways to support it and understand a little bit more about the game and Shriners Hospitals for Children. Uh, hopefully next Saturday, uh, Alex Kavakungan, who's kind of the face of all of our commercials, will be there in attendance to meet other Shriners and guests and other things. But Alex, he's a special kid, and we invite him out there to play wheelchair basketball with the football players on the trip to the hospital. and. You know, one of his lines is, is don't be nice to me because I'm not going to be nice to you. And I think that basically <laughs> really gets things started for the whole week. So uh, hopefully many of the listeners have seen that. And if you're not familiar with Shriners Hospitals for Children, just go out to YouTube. I've been Shriners Hospitals for Children. And you'll find a lot of great videos and success stories that come out of the uh, Shriners Hospitals for Children across the United States. Now, Eric, since you've been involved in the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game for for a while. Share, can you share with us one of the game's most memorable moments uh, for you? You know, uh, they all have something different about them. Um, you know, the first year I was a chairman, the game went into overtime, come right down to uh, the one team kicking an extra point to go up, and then the other team uh, getting stopped at the goal line, wow. uh, going for a two-point conversion. Uh, that was the first year in 2012. All the games have been pretty competitive. Um, but what sticks with me the most is, is how appreciative the football players are uh, to the Shriners for making this event special. Uh, they're saying, man, this was so much fun. I can't say thank you enough. I wish we could go another week of this because of the experience that we provide for them. I mean, it's a, it's a different feel for what we do compared to the other All-Star games just because of the amount of fun and the energy we put towards this game to make it a great experience that they'll never forget the Shriners Hospital for Children All-Star football game. And as I was looking and reading about the Illinois Shrine all-Star football game. I was reading some of the great former players like Mike Tomzak and and, yeah. and Don Beebe and, and many others who have gone on to play in the professional ranks of, of football. It just was uh, tremendous how many uh, professional football athletes that we actually seen on television who participated yeah. in this game. It, it was it's a great event and give everybody the information. The game is next next weekend, correct? It's next Saturday, yep. Uh, kickoff is at 1 o'clock. 
we have a walk for love that starts at nine o'clock, which is a $25 donation that gets you a t-shirt ticket into the game and you walk around the Illinois Wesleyan uh, University campus, come back, have some juice, juice, Joan donuts, coffee, and and just kind of get ready in that uh, tailgating spirit for the football game. Well, Eric, I might just come up for that just for the uh, coffee and donuts. You yeah. know, I, I'm kind of big, Eric. I don't know if I'll do much walking, but I'll, I'll definitely donate the $25 for the coffee and donuts and the T-shirt. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Well, Eric, we allow each of our guests who join us on the H2S2 show, High School Island Sports Show, an opportunity to say hello to those who have been in great support of not only yourself, but the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game. So please take this time, as we say on our show, holler at the people who supported you. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to all the uh, all-stars that will be participating. I wish just the best of luck to them. I'd like to thank all the Shriners and coaches who uh, make this event special every year. And just say thank you. And uh, if you ever have any questions about the Shriners Hospital for Children, uh, let one of us know. But contact the hospital directly. Uh, our number one goal is patient awareness of the services that we offer in the Chicago area, uh, St. Louis, Cincinnati are our closest. And uh, we're there about having fun and helping kids while parading and participating in the local community events, wearing our fezzes, uh, clowns, and so forth. So, yeah. Well, Eric- I just say thank you, Stephen, for inviting me. And Matt Troa. Uh, from the IHSA. Yeah, Matt Matt put us together. You know that Matt Troja, he's he's a, he's a special kind of guy. He's a good brother. He is. <laughs> he's a good man. Well, Eric, thank you for joining us and please come on back. Come on back to the High School Holler Sports Show and for anything that we could do for the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game and, and the causes that you guys support, we'll be more than happy to talk about it here on the H2S2 Show. Thank you, Eric, for joining us. Thank you so much, and have a great weekend, okay? All right, you too. That's Eric Jarks, chairman of the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game. Thank you, and we're coming up next on the High School Holler Sports Show. We have another guest joining us on this H2S2 party. You just heard us talk about him. It's Matt Troja from the IHSA. He joins us on the best two hours of high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Need life? Get life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. at the Marcus Theater located 16350 South LaGrange in Orland Park, Illinois. For weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? 
then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national, to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Who do I play high school softball for? I play for my mom and dad who've never missed a game. I play for the smell of my leather glove, the sound of infield chatter, and that incredible feel of the ball jumping off my bat. I play for sacrifice bunts and sacrifice flies because they've taught me what it means to be a teammate. Whether they're playing for their teammates, their classmates, or their community. High school student-athletes in Illinois learn important lessons they'll use for the rest of their lives. Like respect for the rules, time management skills, and the value of hard work and sacrifice. I play high school softball for my friends who decorate my locker before every big game. That's who I play for. Play for keeps. Play for fun. Play on. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Welcome back to the High School Hall of Sports Show. The party continues as we look to let you know some of the happenings in the high school sports from all parts of the state of Illinois, the IHSA, welcoming back to the H2S2 show a great friend of the show. He's the assistant executive director for IHSA, Matt Troja. We call him Matty T when he comes back to speak to me. <laughs> How you doing, Matt? <laughs> I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Uh, we're doing awesome, awesome. Matt, you just bring so many people together. I'm sure you heard that, Eric Jarks from the Illinois Shrine. I, I did. I, I appreciate it, man. But there's, there's, you know, there's there's so much passion for high school sports throughout the state. It's fun to to find the people who love it and bring them together. So I'm glad to do it. Well, man, you do an excellent job at it. Now, Matt, let's start with the inaugural IHSA road races. I seen it and I was like, whoa, tell us how this came to be an IHSA event. Yeah, you know, it, it's, uh, it's something we want to we wanna see get bigger, that's for sure. But um, essentially a few years back when we started doing our, we did, uh, we had some athletes with disabilities events to our swimming state finals, our track state finals, our bowling state finals. And we tried to do it across country. Uh, some other states had had some success with that, but we didn't get any entries for about three years. So we kind of said, all right, let's go back to the drawing board. And our committee for athletes with disabilities recommended we try a road race out. And uh, that took us a couple years. To, we tried it last year and didn't get any entries. Really kind of were struggling to find a good date and time because, you know, the schedules are so busy throughout the year from schools. and. Um, our, our friends at Special Olympics had recommended we try last weekend, so we, we kicked off the annual one. We had, we had two uh, athletes in wheelchairs participate, and we had about 40 uh, able-bodied boys and girls in, in those races. So it was a good start and, you know, something we're just looking to grow on, and I think we're going to, you know, look at the date and time and all that again here and, and see if we can find a, a better slot for it for next year. But now, uh, definitely looking forward to giving another go-around. Now, Matt, are these road races common in any other state? high school athletic associations or is it just no, we actually we 
we think we're breaking new ground here. And when I say road race, you know, that it's it's your standard kind of 5K okay. that, uh, you know, okay. are so popular these days. And uh, so we were out at Heartland Community College, um, which is in Normal, where our, our offices are at. And uh, there's a, a kind of a neat little minor league ballpark, baseball park right next to it. So awesome. they started at Heartland, went around the, the ballpark, and then came back. And um, so, yeah, so we were, we believe we're the first state high school association in the country to do it. And, um you know, we go to a meeting this summer where all the different associations are there, and I know a lot of people are interested in it, so I wouldn't shock me if it's uh, something we see start to spread to other states as well. But Illinois is a trendsetter. We set the we trend. Try. We try. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, and congratulations to all of those student-athletes from all across the state. We know we had a couple from the Chicago suburban area, Tinley, from Andrew yep. High School. So, you know, big hollers out to all of those who participate. We hope that the road races do become a mainstream and become more popular. So we want all the coaches and student athletes out there. Let's get more involved into these road races. I love it. I love it. Now, Matt, uh, you know, another outstanding event that IHSA holds down at EIU, Eastern Illinois University, that's track and field. We heard a few weeks ago uh, that was a great event that took place. Yeah, I, I would say if you like track and field, uh, you know, I know that from Chicago that, that Charleston feels like, a, you know, a long way away. But I'll tell you, if you've never been there, it really is worth it, especially going out on Saturday for the finals. Uh, we call it the Spring Spectacular, and you got, you know, close to probably somewhere between eight and 10,000 people in those stands, and you have some of the, you know, not only the best athletes in the state, but, but some of the best athletes in the country. Every, every you know, whatever it is, four years when those Summer Olympics roll around, there's always a a slew of Illinois kids, um, you know, on Team USA or competing to be on Team USA. Uh, we, we have really high-level track and field here in the state. Really, we have really high-level high school sports really across the board. But, but track and field is definitely a standout. And, you know, there's just a lot of amazing names and history attached to it. You know, Jackie Joyner-Kersey is, is, is makes an appearance from yes. time to time from uh, right. East St. Louis and still coaching. And, um you know, there's, uh, there's just, uh, you know, Cahokia has, has dominated 2A last year. I think they've won six straight. Um, uh, finally kind of got knocked off this year. So it's, it's exciting. You know, it's a great event. And we also had a young man on last week, Roderick McMiller, who took gold in the 100-meter and the 200-meter, and he took bronze in the in the long jump. So, I mean, they spoke very highly at the job that IHSA did. Uh, also, Coach Jesse Hardy from Perspectives IIT Math and Science, who coached uh, his team down there. Now, I understand that Eastern Illinois uh, recently resigned to host this event, correct? They did, yeah. We re-upped uh, for another five years there. Um, you know, it's, it's been a great venue for it's, it's been a great venue for us. It's been a great venue for them because school is out, so we're able to house the athletes. You know, we run our state final track meet is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, high school track meet in the country. Um, you know, we bring a lot of kids down compared to, to the other states. So, uh, you know, they're out of school, so the dorms are empty. They're one of the few. Um, stadiums that you know their football stadium still has the track in it um you know back in the day we used to be at u of i at memorial stadium right, I don't right. People remember that there used to be the track used to be in there but obviously most people have gone the way of just the football field so them having the facility there with the, the track inside the football field and being able to house you know that eight to ten thousand fans is, is so key so it's uh yeah it is it's a great event and I, I think it's 
I think it's a neat experience, especially for the Chicagoland kids. You know, when you say go downstate, you know, they literally, they go downstate for that event. And that's, you know, that's not always the case for all of them. So uh, it's cool. Well, we enjoy that. And we're going to make certain that the High School Hall of Sports Show makes that event next year. We're going to make sure that we're at that track and field event covering uh, we'll, some of the area we'll, schools. We'll put, you, we'll put you in a tent on the infield. You can broadcast live. There oh, you man. go, Matt. See, Matty T always with me. We're, the, we're, we're there, Matt. We're there. Now, Matt, man, I have to say this, and I've been saying it all season long, how IHSA and baseball and softball has been revived in the state of Illinois. And we had the pleasure of covering a lot of games this year, regional, sectional, super sectional, here in our area of uh, Illinois, both here in Chicago, Midlow, and also at Joliet. Baseball is back, Matt. I, You know, I'm glad you said that. I kind of feel the same way, and I don't know if it's because of the, the Cubs in the World Series or what, but it, it does. It seems like for a while there we were really kind of top-heavy with just a handful of programs kind of dominating. And, and of late, yeah, the last maybe two years, it seems like a bunch of, of programs have gotten a lot better and there's a lot more parity and you know, we saw Morgan Park get to state, uh, I think, two or three years ago, which was the first time for CPS in, I think, 25 or 30 years. So, you know, I saw Simeon made a nice run in the postseason this year. Salario, yeah. Super sectional, yeah. So it's good. It's, it's really good to see not only, I think, more parity, but to, to see some of the city schools, uh, you know, really starting to play even better ball. Now, talk about this pitch count. Did it, Do you think that made a difference uh, in the competitiveness? You know, I, I think it did. Um, you know, you know, the coaches definitely told us it, it did. I mean, a lot of them said it didn't impact them from day to day, but it really, I think it, for the better program, it forced them to develop more pitchers. And, you know, I think that's a good thing, the more kids that participate and, and then the less pitches, you, you know, your studs are throwing. So I think it's a good thing. It, it definitely impacted smaller schools as well who have, you know, a few less bodies to choose from. But, I, I, you know, I think it's just, I think it's, First off, I think it's good for the athletes. I think it's good for their safety and their arms. Um, and, and it's good because it forces you to, to, to develop depth. And, uh, you know, that's important in a, in a game and in a program. And, you know, I just I hope that I think our hope is that we see these types of rules extend to summer leagues and travel teams and all Absolutely. of that. You know, the, the, coach, the high school coaches only have them for a couple months a year. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the other coaches that we're working with need to take those same precautions. Now, Matt, does the same go for IHSA girls softball? Is there a pitch count in that as well? The, you know what? There currently is not. That has been discussed. But um, right now, the, you know, the medical data just tells us that, that there isn't nearly, you know, that motion doesn't create the kind of injuries and the wear and tear that baseball does. But, you know what? It doesn't. You know, it's, 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 we're, we're always looking at those kind of things, and it's something I think that you'll you'll see more talk on, and uh, it, it wouldn't shock me if eventually if we did get to that point. Now, Matt, when school when the school year is almost over and, and, and the students get to enjoy their summer, do you and the others at IHSA get a summer break as well, or <laughs> you guys got to work through the summer? How'd that work? Well, yeah, you know, I mean, we're, our office is open in the summer. Uh, you know, we're open year-round. Uh, July is really kind of a nice downtime for us, though. Um, you know, that's when a lot of us will, will use some of that vacation we've been saving up <laughs> and get, to, get a nice nice breather. And then, you know, August, once August rolls around, you know, football gets going and fall sports get going pretty quick and you start to get busy. And um, so, yeah, you know, June, June and July are just kind of nice and slow 
prepping for the next year, just, you know, your house cleaning type things to get ready for the year. And, uh, and then in, once we get into August and September, all of the spring sport advisory committees will start to come in and talk about baseball and softball and track and all those kinds of things. And, and then, uh, yeah, and then, you know, we get into early August and football gets going. Two days later, all the other fall sports do. And, and we're back into it. Well, Matt, enjoy the summer, man. Great job, as always, throughout the year. As, uh, on the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. So, Matt, you know how, how this goes. Before we let you go, we got to give you an opportunity to holler at your people, man. Thank you. I, I got two very special ones. Uh, first off, a uh, long time. And they, if they don't know the name Dave Bernhard, they would definitely know the voice. Their high yes. Fan. He's called our, our state finals for forever. He's done, I think, over 2,000 broadcasts. Uh, and he's getting an IHSA Distinguished Media Service Award uh, about 5 o'clock tonight in Joliet at Slammer Stadium for at our, before our 4A Boys Baseball Championship. I'll be up there to present that. And, and Dave's just, uh, he's a legend and icon. And awesome guy. You can find a guy who loves yeah high school sports more than him. So he's very deserving. And then also just uh, want to give a shout-out to Special Olympics. They're a, they're a great partner at the IHSA. They got their summer games going on in uh, in Bloomington Normal this weekend. And, and the IHSA was was very privileged last night to be named their outstanding partner organization of the year. Uh, so that was a real, you know, honor and humbling uh, award to receive. And so just want to, you know, Special Olympics is an awesome organization. A lot of our officials are involved with them. A lot of people that we know volunteer with them. A lot of school people are, are getting more and more involved in, in those unified programs. So just uh, just want to wish them the best of luck and everybody competing in Special Olympics this weekend. Man, congratulations to all of them. And thank you, as always, my brother, for joining us. That's Matt Troja, Assistant Executive Director of IHSA and a great friend of the show. Thanks, Matt. Hey, it's been a great year, guys. Take care and have an awesome summer. All right, talk to you soon. After the break, we're going to talk to a man that's been held down by the man, I understand. He's on the phone. It's the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. What's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, Type. I want to join H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m. to the High School Holla Sports Show. <laughs> Hey, ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calibre Imports. 
Stores, located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's original barbecue sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. What's up, Chicago? It's Steven Spoon Ramsey from the High School Hall of Sports Show. I get asked a lot where I find all of my sports information about Chicago public schools. Well, if you listen to the H2S2 show, you already know where I go. I go to the one website that keeps me informed about everything in the Chicago Public League. It's the PublicLead.com website. The PublicLead.com provides the best, most in-depth coverage of Chicago Public League high school football and boys basketball. So when you want to know what happened in this week's biggest game, or if you even want a Chicago high school athlete special, then all you got to do is go where I go, the publicleague.com website. It helps keep me informed for every show, and it'll definitely have you covered. It's the publicleague.com website, Chicago's only website covering Public League. Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. Steven Spoon Ramsey representing for the Mendel Monarchs and the class of 1988. And along on the phone, just got caught up. I mean, he was here just last week. But I think he was showing off a little too much, and the man brought him down. None other than <laughs> Craig C. Dub Wallace on the phone. You see, hey, hey, you hey, was showing hey, out hey, last school, week. <laughs> high school holler, yeah. I guess I had too much fun. You know, I escaped. I escaped off the, I escaped off the, off the work farm. <laughs> and, they, and they called me back in. They heard me on the radio and said I was having too much fun, man. Hey, but Spoon, I want to say that I am so proud of the show and what's going on. And I'm so proud of the kids and what's going on in the state of Illinois. And uh, like you and Matt were saying, uh, all of our sports are tending to come back. You know, we're, we're bringing all the sports back from baseball to track to softball to football, to basketball, everything is coming back, and Illinois is going to be back on top again. And I'm, re- I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this upcoming uh, school year and sports year because it's going to be real interesting this year. Hey, C Dub, I wanted to get your your quick comments on something. I, there's an article that was out, man. If 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 people haven't read it or, or didn't know, uh, this comes to us from the Chicago Tribune. The McDonald's All Star uh, All American Games are leaving Chicago after seven years, man. And yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's a sad thing for I, I feel for the city of Chicago. The games will return to its original format that will go to a new city each year, which it followed uh, for 33 years. Years before being at the United Center for the event from 2011 to 2017. How do you feel about right. that, man? Do you think that brawl at this year's had any play in it? I know, I mean, and this is my own personal opinion, but yes, the brawl had almost everything to do with it. You have to accompany the brawl along with everything else that's going on in Chicago, and it's like violence. I mean, we have, and this is a bad thing for us, is that the city of Chicago has the world scared. 
to even come here for anything. And, it, and it's, it's horrible. And it's, we're losing out. We're losing out on major and on major events, on major uh, stuff for our youth. And, and, it's, and it's horrible. I mean, but the thing about it is, it's not an outside source that's coming in messing up Chicago. It's us. <laughs> it's our own Chicago is doing it. And I'm... And, it, and, and it's like, you know, it's, it's almost like, what, what can we do, you know, with our own that's messing up? And uh, along with that being said, I want to give a, uh, um, I had one of my students uh, passed away uh, last week, uh, was, in a, uh, was in a shooting. Oh, wow. Um, and I just want to send a shout uh, and tell her that he's in our prayers. And this is a kid that I used to work with when I was working in the school system. Um, Corshawn Lewis, you know, uh, he, he died in a shootout last Friday. Wow. And it's, this is just uh, this is just something to piggyback because it affects all of us. And it happens so much that it's affecting, to some degree, everybody in Chicago. You know, and it's, something has to be done. I mean, we have to do something ourselves to get more in line with our youth, more aligned with what's going on out here in Chicago, more aligned with the politics, everything. We got to become involved. And everybody has to stop this I don't care attitude. And as long as it's not me, then I don't have to deal with it. Because eventually, it's going to be you or you're going to have something to do with it. Eventually. You know? Eventually. You're so right. Eventually. And, I, and I, I, hate, I hate for that to be said, but we're looking at it every day. And, and for the McDonald's All-American uh, uh, game to leave Chicago, this is one of the things that Chicagoans set. We set our pride on that, you know, to have the McDonald's All-American game here to have some of the greatest players that go on into the NBA, you know, become the greatest players, play here first, you know, their last game as a high school uh, high school player. So, now it's, see, it's, it's sad, man. Now, see, the last, this year was the first year that we did not have a male or female participant in the McDonald's right. All-American game. Now, right. I don't know if that made people upset. I don't know, but I totally agree with you, man. It's not an outside force that is doing this. It's the us, and we're doing it to it's ourselves. And, and, you know, we met, I mentioned it on last week's show. That's why we have low attendance at these high school events, because parents don't want their kids coming out and being a part of this madness. So I, I'm, I'm with you, C-Dub. We got to end all of this violence at these high school sporting events. And it's a negative black eye on us. And But more importantly, Importantly, it, it dampens the encouragement and the upliftment of these young student athletes who participate right, on a right. larger scale. Right, the kids don't want to, they don't want to participate because they're scared. You know, some are reasons because they're scared. They don't want to get out, they don't want to have to go um, go to uh, uh, practice and come back at night, you know, because anything can happen. I had, uh, I was at a, uh, a church meeting last night. And um, we had a youth, you know, a youth meeting with the, with the kids at church. Well, see, Deb, real, I'm glad you were at the church. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I, God I gotta, bless you. I got to do what I can. <laughs> I got to do what I can. You know, but uh, the, the, I was saying that uh, we had taken a young lady back home. Uh, you know, Tracy and I and and, and, and JoJo and uh, Dion, we all gave a young lady a ride back home. And our church is in Inglewood. It's on 80th and Wood. And mm-hmm. she had to go back to Roseland. You know, uh, 114th, uh, 114th. So right. we gave her a ride. And I just was saying to my wife, I'm like, you know, with all the stuff going on, this is a, a, she was a junior at Simeon, about to be a senior, you know, and she came to a church event. And it's like, it's, it's bad that we had to feel, you know, real, like, protective of her. Like, she can't get on the bus. It was late. It was like 11 o'clock, 1030. 
Wow. So like, nah, we gonna take you home. You don't have to get on the bus yeah. to hell because yeah. we we scared for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Now, see, the, I want to get your 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 final thoughts. I know I know the man on your back and he's probably clocking you, but uh, earlier in City Talk, <laughs> at the start of the show, I talked about how sports um, creates bonds of friendship and right, how right. how people found friendships through the competitiveness of sports or through their just uh, sheer love of sports. Talk about right. how sports has helped you create friendships and, and new bonds with other people. I'm going to tell you like this, and, this, and I'm going I'm to even include you in this, fool. <laughs> um, sports, is, sports has been real big for me. I mean, it, it, I have some of my best friendships in the world from sports. You know, when I went to Florida A&M on football scholarship, some of my greatest friends to this day were people that I met. Uh, you know, we all came together on the football field. And even there being at Florida A&M, my, one of my best friends was uh, played basketball. You know, shout out to Evan Pitts in Detroit. Yep, uh, there you go. <laughs> and I will give you, I'm going to give you a memory, fool. Remember our freshman year after we came home from college, after the end of our freshman year, and your job was a vendor at Kaminsky Park. Yep. Yep. And I happened to go to a Sox game. This <laughs> yep. was 89. Yes, this it was. This was 89. Happened to go to a Sox game and saw you coming down the stairs. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and we went to school. I was like, man, here you go. This is my man. This, you know, and we, didn't, we, we, knew, we knew each other, but, you know, seeing each other after school and seeing each other at a Chicago sports event and both of us being in school at Florida but being from Chicago and seeing each other there, that's, that's something that strengthened our, our friendship. And that's one thing I remember. That's one of the main things I remember, along with a lot, bunch of other stuff me and you did. But yeah, but we can't talk. Yeah, that, that's a whole yeah, other show right there. there. <laughs> right, we don't talk about that right now. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, but sports, man, sports, I love it. And it's a sports is a gateway to friendship. It, it, uh, and a lot of people let you know sports is, uh, um, it is life. You know, life imitates sports, sports imitates life. And uh, along with that, if you do good in that, you'll find some of your best friends, some of your best buddies, and some of your best family members, you know, through sports. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, man, you know, bro, my broadcast brother is always great. Yes, if, if, if you're not in the studio, you always make sure you're in the house. Thanks, C-Dub. I'm in the house, baby. I'm in the house. You're doing a great job, and thank you all listeners for listening to H2S2. And we're going to take off even bigger next year. Y'all, with y'all help, we're going to do what we got to do, and we're going to be on top of things. We're going to change this, but we're going to change the city of Chicago through sports and the youth. Amen to that, my brother. Holla! Holla, H2S2. I'll holla at y'all. representing everyone from the class of 1964. Holla, y'all. This is Alasia Hardy representing everyone from the class of 2016. Holla. Hey, Chicago. This is John Wilson from Limbloom Technical High School, the Eagles, class of 1980. Swoop, swoop. And you're tuned in to the High School Holla Sports Show. This is Coach Dorothy Gators representing John Marshall High School Commandos. This is Patty G representing everyone from 
Award from the Class of 1990. Holla! This is Janessa representing everyone from the Class of 1998. Holla! This is Pia representing Morgan Park Mustangs Class of 2000. Holla! Chicago, what up? This your boy Gerard Haynes from Hales Franciscan High School, home of the Spartans, class of 2004. Stand up. And right now you're tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. Tune in right now or you're missing out. Get with it or get lost. High School Holler. the high school holler sports show man what a show we had today i'm here to tell you we had a jam packed up in here there was a h2s2 party and guess who else i got joining me on the party i got none other than my grandson davion bertrand travis davion what's up say hello to everybody <laughs> Did you have fun in the, on the H2S2 party? Yes. Who you want to say hello to? My grandpa. Uh, Sam. Okay. And anybody else? Uh, Grandma Katrina. Anybody else? Your list is short, Stephen man. Ramsey and my grandma Katrina. Uh, anybody else? <laughs> my grandma Donna. <laughs> and what about the city of Chicago? Yeah. All right. All right. Say hey, Chicago. Hey, Chicago. That's my man there, Davion Travis. Hey, we want to thank everybody, man, for tuning in. And we're, we're glad you joined us and shared some of your Saturday morning with us. We'd like to thank all of our special guests on the show, Jim Tracy from IBCA, Eric Jarks from the Illinois Shrine All-Star Football Game, Matt Troja from IHSA, and our H2S2 reporter, Sam Bebrock. Great job from him. Also to Eddie Curry and those high school coaches from CPS who talked to us. We are going to look for an awesome 2018 baseball season. Oh, and our man, he's more like a captain of our team, Captain Curry, who does all the work. What's happening, Cap? This is your captain speaking, reminding you that you can preach a better sermon with your life than you can with your lips. Man, Cap dropped another one on us, man. I like that, Cap. I like that very much. Thank you to all of our segment sponsors and partners of the show for making this possible for us to bring this, the best two hours of high school sports to you. We want to thank UBM and Urban Broadcast Media for the use of their studios and facilities. If you missed any parts of today's show, you can always catch us on the website at www.urbanfieldhousemedia.com. You can look at some previous archive shows. And don't forget, we're available on iTunes, on the podcast, Podcast, SoundCloud. Just find us under Urban Fieldhouse Media. Search for us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. School hollers. Search for us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Hey, hold up, Derek. Don't you interrupt me. And we love to see you next week here at 10 a.m. Holla!
High School Holla Sports Show is produced by Urban Fieldhouse Media, LLC. And today's show is brought to you by the Chatham Management Group, managing the careers of artists, songwriters, producers, and professional athletes from around the globe. Come, let your star shine with us. Digital World Wireless, providing cell phone and wireless needs for the entire South Suburban area. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. It puts the thrill in every meal you grill. I'm Derek Lottie Hardy, representing the Simeon Wolverines Class of 2000 on the H2S2. Thanks for joining us. But we got to go, Chicago. Holler back next week. Peace, love, and happiness. You don't know me yet. High School Holler. This is John Provolo representing everyone from Class of 1976. This is Trina Smith representing everyone from the Class of 1988. Holla! This is Scott Kaziki representing everyone from the Class of 1990. Holla! This is Bryce Hardy representing everyone from the Class of 2015. Holla! This is Keith Giles representing everyone from the Class of 1985. Holla! This is Mark Douglas representing everyone from the class of 1980. Holla. This is Joel Simberg representing the class of 1986. Holla. Hello, this is Preston Jones representing everyone from the class of 1987. Holla. This is Josette representing everyone from the class of 1989. Holla. This is Kim Taylor representing everyone from the class of 1991. Holla. This is Laura representing everyone from the class of 2004. Holla! This is China representing Kenwood Academy Broncos. Reginald Strong representing Fairgate Admiral. This is Cecilia Mosley representing Bowman High School, Lady Bengals Basketball. This is Lucas Williamson representing Whitney Young. This is Coach Cassidy representing Whitney Young High School. Well, this is Leo Negron representing Chicago's West Side. Tuned into the High School Holler Sports Show. This is Coach Larry Williams representing Chicago Vocational Cavaliers. My name is Carlton Williams. I'm from Bloom Township High School. I graduated in 69. I'd like for you all to tune into the High School Holler Sports Show. I'm Coach Hardy, coach of Perspective Management Science Academy Wolves, and we support the H2S2, the only sports talk show, high school sports. Coach Rick Ross with the Lamont Indians, and you're tuned into the High School Hollis Sports Show. Hey, Chicago, this is Pastor Isaac B. Green of Life Church, representing the class of 1988 in the Julian Jaguar on the High School Hollis Sports Show. High School Hollis. School Holla.